0: What's shaking everyone? My name is Colin, and welcome to the Flight Attendant Forum, a podcast for crew, travel gurus, or anyone enamored with aviation. Possess a passion to see the world, share your stories, secrets, and resources here, and let your voice be heard. Welcome on board. You know, when you get on the aircraft and you feel grumpy with the flight attendant that you don't get your drink quickly enough, just remember that this is a safety professional. Welcome back to the Flight Attendant Forum. Happy 2024, everybody. Hope you've had a nice start to your new year. As I come to you from my house in Chicago on this morning of January 5th, Uh, it's great to have you all here. I do want to offer offer a formal welcome to those who are just joining the Flight Attendant Forum and have listened to it for the very first time. Uh, The Flight Attendant Forum, as you heard in the intro, is a podcast that is for crew, uh, for anyone that uh, likes to follow the lives of pilots or flight attendants or anyone who is involved. In the, in the aviation industry and anyone who has an infatuation with airplanes or and or travel. Uh, my whole idea with the flight attendant forum was to give everybody kind of a behind the scenes look and an insider's perspective as to what our daily lives are like as well as anybody else that we work with, um, whether it's a pilot or ramper or anyone who uh, works within the airline to really see and kind of unfurl what working in the av- aviation industry is all about. And I thought it'd just be a fun way to give you an audio version of that. Uh, initially, I was a little apprehensive to start a podcast. I know there's just obviously a glut of podcasts that already exist. seems like everybody has a podcast nowadays, and I didn't, I kind of want to, I didn't really want to, you know, be another person to throw another podcast into the ocean of podcasts that already are just kind of, you know, floating around in the atmosphere. But I thought, you know what, I did a little research, and there's not a whole lot of audio versions of, um, you know, this specific podcast type of podcast. I know it's super niche, but I thought it'd just be fun, and it's a fun little side project that uh, Megan and I are working on together, and uh, I was happy to bring her on as my co-host. Obviously, I started this by myself uh, initially last year, and I'm happy with how it's gone so far, and um, I'm happy with everybody who has downloaded and listened to the Flight Attendant Forum and has left anything but nothing but great feedback and reviews for me up to this point. So it's showing me that it's working and it's all because of you, the listener. So thank you and happy new year to you. If you've not had a chance to leave a five-star review for the show uh, at any point, please do so. Uh, again, it just lets me know that uh, what you are hearing is what you like and I can give you more of that good content going forward. So if you haven't a chance to leave five-star review, please go ahead and do that. Uh, we would very much appreciate that going forward. With that being said, uh, today's episode, uh, Megan and I came to you from our hotel our, our hotel in Salt Lake City. Uh, we were just finishing up a three-day trip yesterday, uh, got in last night uh, from Salt Lake. Uh, unfortunately, while our episode was super great and we were super happy with uh, how the episode came out and just kind of the direction of our conversation went, uh, I forgot to charge both of our microphones and while I naively thought that th- when I turned them on initially before we recorded, I was like, oh, they turned green. All right. So uh looks like they're still good. And I stupidly should have charged them because her microphone cut out almost immediately when we first started recording and mine lasted up until the 48 minute mark, which is the conclusion of this episode. And I checked the audio while we were recording and saw that uh, her as well as mine was not picking up any more audio. And I was like, oh shit, looks like our mics cut out. So... Uh, If you can bear with the bad audio, please try and do so. Uh, It's a good episode. We had a lot of laughs. Uh, I think you will too, and maybe you'll learn something uh, that you haven't learned in the past. Um, But I will be getting new microphones and new equipment, so when we come to you again, expect a much more improved product that you're used to, or um, whether you're used to or not, it'll definitely be better than what it's been in the past. So I do apologize for that. So if you can stomach the bad bad audio, uh, it's worth it. If you can't, totally get it. And uh, we'll obviously talk to you next week or whenever the next episode comes out. I'll do my best to be as consistent as I promised in the past with uploading new episodes and linking up uh, with my friends as well as Megan uh, to give you the best content. Um, Obviously new stuff going forward that we never got to cover last year. So uh, as far as this week's episode goes, we talk about some medical emergencies that both her and I have experienced on the airplane. We obviously talked about the recent Japan Airlines plane that crashed uh, in Haneda earlier this week. And we kind of had some laughs about some funny stories that both of both her and I have experienced as far as uh, maybe cleanliness, uh, for lack of a better word, uh, as being flight attendants, because flight flight attendants are notoriously uh, dirty people, which you wouldn't expect because we are obviously uh, polished or try to be polished when we are in front of you on the airplane. So you know what I'm talking about if you are a flight attendant. Um, So please uh, look forward to having you listen to this episode, and if you don't, Uh, Because of the audio, totally understand, and we'll definitely talk to you uh, next week. So, Happy New Year. Hope your New Year's resolutions are slowly coming to fruition, whichever resolutions you promise to yourself, um, as we are in the fifth day of January of 2024. Uh, With that being said, enjoy today's episode, and we'll talk to you very soon. Welcome back to the Flight Attendant Forum, everybody. Happy 2024. We are in the new year. It is January 4th or 5th, whatever day it is today. Coming to you from Salt Lake City, Utah. Megan, we hello. Are,
1: we're gone.
0: Just say so we were in our <laughs> business room that we manifested. Yeah, we kind of were milling around the lobby trying to find a good spot to record, and we found this room, which I'm sure you can now hear. The acoustics are really not that great, and you might say, well, why don't you just record in your hotel rooms where the acoustics are better? And we say to that, no. Yeah.
1: We're going to record in here. here. We're
0: going to make it a struggle for you to listen.
1: Nice, bright
0: box. Yeah, a nice, bright, <laughs> warm box to record in. And it looks
1: like we're doing go real business.
0: And it does look like we're doing real business, which is the image we want to give off to any people who want to come in here and use the microwave that is behind us, that I'm sure is highly coveted amongst hotel guests.
1: Great meeting.
0: Yep. Yeah. You wanna come in here with more of lasagna more of your lasagna? Too bad.
1: We're hard at work here. Yeah, yeah. Let's just put microwaves in the
0: hotel room. All you gotta do. Just put
1: microwaves in
0: the top. That's, That's it. Nice. So how was the end of your year? How was your Christmas?
1: Christmas was good. I stayed home. Mm-hmm. I was able to be with my family, which was fun. Mm-hmm. I got to cook and host everybody. I actually had my dad and a few siblings over for lunch, and then I like quick refreshed the kitchen and the house. Yep. And then had everyone else over for dinner. Uh, never doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> i was
0: all You made a crown roast, right?
1: I did make a crown roast and lamb. It was how did that very go? Very fun, delicious.
0: Because you'd never made it before that.
1: No, no, and I actually I had to borrow a bun pan and... You made it in a bun pan, that's I right. I made it a bun pan, yeah, it was, it was super cool. Uh, I had to borrow a bun pan and then when I returned it, I was like, maybe don't
0: make cakes in this. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, like I washed it, but like... It's got meat, it's got meat scents left lamb juice. <laughs> yeah. This is my uh, orange olive oil, lamb juice infused bun cake, uh, I hope you enjoy. Special for just for you.
1: And then actually it was my good friend's uh, family Like my second family, they you know found bun pan to gift me for like Mm -hmm. Christmas later.
0: I was looking at bun pan recipes, and like it's just cake, it's really, yeah, it's just cake cakes in a pan with a hole in it. That's that's all it is, (laughs) it's like a almost like a tall donut cake.
1: Yeah, now I've got a bun pan, I got a bun pan. I got to spend time with my family, and I actually, me and my husband realized this was the first Christmas we'd ever spent Christmas together. And or exchange gifts because I'm always flying, right? And I, I would choose to because, like, yeah, I was avoiding all of the family meals that I
0: did this T- year. Yep, totally <laughs> understand that. Um,
1: but this was the first time we like sat down and did Christmas and we were like, this is weird you know, just like,
0: to have everybody, it's just to be together.
1: More yeah, or less. well, it was just the two of us. And yeah, I've like, literally never bought you a Christmas
0: gift. You were just like, must be on airplane, <laughs> yeah. can't think about not being on airplane. Yeah. Here's your gift.
1: And then last Christmas, I was in. Maui. Uh, the, I'll give Unfortunately
0: for us, we were in Kona just yeah, before yeah. the Christmas holiday, which Why, was nice. Every Why every December? every December? Tradition. Yeah. I was supposed to be in Maui last Christmas of 2022,
1: 20,
0: 2022. No, two. two. Sorry. two. <laughs> One, two, three, four. But I went illegal for it and I never made it there. So the, when we were in Kona, that was my first time back in like a year and a half. Yeah. So it was kind of a nice little redemption for me, at least. And we got to experience it. So that was good.
1: And we got to keep up the tradition. I know. We Hawaii there.
0: every Christmas Eve yeah. slash Christmas Day. If you want to spend it with your husband. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: true. Now, as, uh,
0: if you as, so choose. As
1: I'm getting older, I'm like, I can not avoid holidays anymore.
0: Well, Thanksgiving, I'll never work again. Okay. That's, oh, no. Thanksgiving can't do it. No. no. I, I just want to, I, Friendsgiving, football, chilling, just hanging out.
1: Yeah.
0: That's what I'm about.
1: Yeah. Well, that's, I, mean, I think a lot of people do that where it's like, yeah, you can choose the holidays that you Yeah. Make. Some people, like, they probably freaking love the 4th of July. I will probably fly.
0: Uh, yeah. I, I don't remember if I worked the 4th of July this past year. I might have. Yeah. I don't know. It, de- it depends, really. It depends on what's going on. Yeah. If there's nothing really too crazy going on, I'll work at the holiday pay, but if there's some fun, you know, some fun events or you know groups of people getting together, then fuck that.
1: It is hard to give up holiday pay.
0: It is. It is a nice little bump.
1: Family, are you worth the like six hundred (laughs) dollars? So we're (laughs) gonna have. So
0: we're all gonna sit down here, and you're gonna give me a presentation, possibly PowerPoint, if you feel so uh, obligated, to convince me as to why I should not give up the holiday pay.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Sell, sell me on that. What
1: is your worth?
0: Yes. Sharks. (laughs) (laughs) Sharks.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: I, uh, I am the Lori Grenier of <laughs> of my schedule. So please convince me yeah. to not do it. buy
1: into
0: you. Yeah, and to buy into you. Right.
1: Buy you a present. Right. And make you dinner. And make you... <laughs> watch and smile. Yes. <laughs> well, we love the we love our family in case our family My parents listen. Yeah.
0: Which I just found out recently. So uh, mom and dad uh, Glad you're listening. I yeah, hope you out. hope you thoroughly enjoy the content. Sorry that I swear sometimes and you have to deal with it. My dad hates when I swear. Oh. It's always been a. I'm just like, dude, it just happens sometimes. Sorry. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, sometimes I true.
0: say fuck. Sometimes I say shit. And it just happens. You got to deal with it. Who Well, I mean, it's, hey, it's, my, it's our podcast. I can say what. It's freedom of speech here. Yeah, it's you. a flight attendant forum airwaves. I can say whatever I want for the most part. Um, have you
1: ever accidentally sworn? front of a passenger or like to a passenger, not like at them, but like like, I've accidentally said shit in front of kids and like, oh, what oh, <laughs> oh no. like Uh, I'm uh like a can or something. Like,
0: shit, I'm sure I have. Probably during like a medical emergency.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Well when someone's like, there's someone passed out on the way I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> and then I immediately freak out and don't know what to do.
1: Yeah. Nobody else is paying attention.
0: No, not at all. They're just like, oh, there's some lady unconscious on the farm. Like, okay, yeah. I... Well, it's
1: when you're training.
0: Kicks in. Well, yeah, naturally, when the, your right? Exactly. Kicks in. Yeah. It's once you, once day. the, once the, I've actually gotten better at dealing with those recently. Yeah. Like, there was a guy who had a seizure on my flight of uh, like a couple months ago, yeah. and I was actually surprised at how calm I was when it was happening. I was kind of proud of myself. Yeah. I mean, it was scary for sure. You know, because he was he was seizing for like a while, and the doctor who was assisting, he was like, "There's nothing we can do. We just have to wait till he stops." I'm like, okay. And we're just, just kind of like hanging out. He's like, well, tools? do you have equipment? Yeah. You know, yada, yada. Did you learn
1: anything interesting from that doctor? Uh,
0: I know that when someone's having a seizure, you're supposed, if they're like seizing violently, you're supposed to hold their head because people will sometimes like jerk their head back and forth and they can give themselves a concussion by doing that. So you're supposed to hold their head still or as much as you can while they're seizing. And then what were you going to say?
1: tongue but I know not to their mouth. But I think there's something Oh, so they don't bite their tongue. You can get a tongue depressor, find a tongue depressor on the airport. Quick, Megan, go get the tongue depressor. (laughs) (laughs) But I know like in all the like hospital TV shows I watch, tongue depressors are important because they can bite off their tongue. But you don't want to put your thing in their mouth to like try and staple it. But tongue depressor, hey we've got stir sticks. (laughs)
0: <laughs> like yeah don't it.
1: Well,
0: yeah no don't there's splinter there's your there's esophagus there's we don't want that no there. I mean all we did was just he eventually like chilled and then we gave him oxygen and that helped, and he kind of like eventually came to and was super delirious in terms of like what actually had just transpired but I think he ended up being alright but he was an unhealthy he was an unhealthy individual so clearly okay. you know there were some underlying medical conditions that were you know. probably present at the time um,
1: Well. That's, that's interesting that like you have acknowledged like I was calmer when like those situations people aren't like meant to be calm we we are trained to react not positively but to react to emergencies we like, are like, yes that's like but any other person you wouldn't be like react yeah, calmly to that you know, like, happening <laughs> right person seizing like yeah. keep it together like I know that's, that's not how you're supposed to be. you're supposed
0: to calm down <laughs> and I think it depends on like what prior experience you have whether whether you're just like working in an office and you're CPR certified, right? Yeah. You just like went on your own time to get CPR certified or something or whatever. But like, I had no real prior medical experience prior to this job. So for yeah. me, when you eventually on the airplane or even in the airport, wherever, and somebody faints or, you know, God forbid goes into cardiac arrest or yeah. whatever the case is. And I've worked with people who have had to do CPR on passengers. Mm-hmm initially it's, it's scary. Like you don't know what's going on. Like you don't re, like you're trained on, you know, more so severe things than maybe not so severe things. Like someone passing out, for example, yeah. you know? So, cause you don't know if they're just passed out cause they're drunk or, you know, overdose on drugs or, you know, whatever mm-hmm. the case is. It's scary. Like, you don't know. Right. So you, your training kicks in, you know, you ask them if they're okay, you know, whatever. And they don't respond Then you kind of, you know, all work together as best you can to figure it out, but yeah. you know which, the, the, the nerves definitely get flared up for sure. Hopefully
1: one of the flight we have a ton of attendants who were previously policemen, firemen, nurses, you know. A lot of nurses. Hopefully, hopefully somebody
0: EMTs. One of those. I worked with one girl. She's she still is an EMT, I think somewhere in Indiana. Yeah. I don't know how she she told me some stories. I'm like, yo, how do you live? Like like really like fucked up things that have that she's like responded to in scenes yeah, and yeah. I'm not going to say cause they're super graphic, but yeah, anyone really who deals with that sort of stuff, you know, first responders at, you know, car accidents or fires or things like that. It's yeah. like, I know you have to like disassociate in a way.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm not good at that. Like I just know I'm not good at that. Even when that guy had the seizure and like everything was like calmed down and I, I was still kind of like not freaked out necessarily, but just kind of shook. Like even I was getting like a bit choked up in the back alley because I'm just yes, I, like, guy
1: like, like my physically. God, like
0: yeah, yeah. Once you like kind of calm down, and a wave of emotion kind of hits you. So I don't know how people who are able to, you know, respond to a scene of a you know fiery car wreck and people are dead and like I couldn't do that.
1: Yeah. Well, again, kudos to them. Yes. Yeah, we have them. Oh
0: yeah, all the praise in the world for our first responders. Yeah.
1: And then a lot of the times when you talk to people like that, or like a lot of flight attendants or pilots, whatever, who have served, seen mm-hmm. like, some shit, they're like, this is, they love the job. Like, yeah. it's the easiest job in the world. Like, yeah. who cares
0: if someone's complaining about their bag? Like, right.
1: Seymour's. Yeah, oh yeah, 100%. Seen way worse. So 100%. I, li- I like that outlet look as well as, like, this is, this job is not. You know, no, no, I know.
0: Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, especially thinking about that Japan Airlines plane that crashed on top of that other plane a few days ago.
1: So it was on top of
0: plane. So the, so the Coast Guard plane, and I've got it pulled up. I got the New York Times article pulled up on my computer here just for reference purposes. So the Coast Guard plane was sitting on the runway at the Haneda Airport waiting for, waiting to take off, but the Japan Airlines plane was cleared to land, and somehow I haven't seen any really updates yet as far as like what actually... Know, how that happened
1: yeah,
0: the it's gonna take forever and so the uh, the jal plane landed on top of the coast guard plane and then it kind of skidded down the runway the video is out there on the internet on the internet if you haven't seen it um but i'm sure most of you audience who have read the news know that this, <laughs> has, happened. this has happened this is a very current thing that just happened so uh, i guess in terms of like you know what we're trained for and things like that. I mean, the fact that the fact that everybody on that Airbus A350 survived is a fucking miracle.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's kudos to the crew, a you know, IE us. Yeah. You know, who we're all trained to evacuate an airplane in less than 90 seconds and the plane is designed especially wide bodies that have the bigger slides, mm-hmm. you know, to get everybody out. And um You know, so I think it's always, I think it's always important for people to remember that, yes, while 99.9% of the time, you know, the flight goes on, you know, without, without, uh, without incident, without flames or crashing or anything like that. But, you know, we are trained in a, in a very stressful training environment for situations just like this. And i'm sure the japan airlines crew you know obviously were astute in being able to you know not to keep their composure and work cohesively together to get everybody out which i think is um pretty unbelievable that all 379 people made it out unscathed with just minor injuries obviously yeah. and uh some interesting things in this article i mentioned this to you yesterday but just for the audience purposes if you have not Read the New York Times article about the Japan Airlines Flight 5, what uh, was it, Japan Airlines Flight uh, 516. So the Airbus A350, we don't have any of those in our fleet, um, other airlines do, but some really interesting facts about it. So it says here, firewalls around the engines, uh, nitrogen pumps in fuel tanks that help prevent immediate burning and fire-resistant materials on seats and flooring most likely helped to keep the rising flames at bay. Uh, said Sonia Brown, senior lecturer at aerospace design at University of New South Wales in Sydney, Australia. Uh, having a level of fire resistance makes the initial progression slower. If we have things that reduce the spread, we can increase the chance of getting everybody off safely. So, uh, it also says that the Airbus A three hundred and fifty was equipped with four emergency exits and slides that could be used to exit both sides of the aircraft. He said that that he said that the plane had floor lighting on both sides and that the fuselage is largely composed of composite materials, which offer the same level of fire resistance as aluminum. Aluminum is typically considered to be uh, to offer a high high level of fire protection. So, also credit to the engineering of the airplane that clearly helped, uh, you know, not suppress the fire necessarily, but keep it at bay to not have it consume the airplane in you know
1: minutes, seconds. Three hundred people to get out of of four doors. I mean, so the
0: plane. It says here the plane touched down at 5:47 p.m. and the last person left the airplane at 6:05 p.m. And then, um, it, I know that. um, I don't know. I'm sure that I'm sure there's a timeline or something. Yeah, that, some sort of security yeah. camera,
1: but that's interesting. Though.
0: Exactly. So, uh, says so former flight attendants described the rigorous training and drills that crew members undergo to prepare for emergencies. Uh, quote, when training for evacuation procedures, we repeatedly use smoke and fire simulation to make sure we can be mentally ready when situ- situations like this. Uh, occur in reality. Do
1: you so, remember your, uh, your mock-up, like the plane like evac that you had to do? Do you have a fire one? Uh,
0: I'm trying to remember. Oh, when we were doing like evacuations, yeah. like sim- simulated evacuations and training? Uh, was mine a fire? I think it was just a crash. Because yeah. I was sitting in the front of the simulation and the plane, like, because you know, like the hydraulics can, the hydraulic system that, yeah, that they that they uh, operate the simulation on, the plane I think was tilted on the right side, and I remember that I was opening the the more or less the boarding door in yeah. a normal you know airplane you know configuration, and I was having trouble getting the door open because all the weight was was into me, so I was having trouble getting once I once I cracked the door, I couldn't even get it open at first, and I was just like fuck 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 like. I have to get it open or I I think you were you you get you get kicked out yeah, yeah. or you get you one redrill and then you get kicked out.
1: Yeah, you can pass these evacuations and your your entire team will it was individually or it was team based cuz you had a you
0: had crew. Oh, that's a good question. I don't remember. I think both. I, I think it was individual. individual. But maybe it was team based? I don't know. Anyway, well, I got the likely. door I got the door open and we passed, so thankfully. Okay. But that was stressful as hell.
1: Yeah. This is most likely how that crew was trained. Is how most of the training yes. is done. like with we get into this actual aircraft, aircraft. It's aircraft, a mock up. It's yeah. a mock up. Yeah, like like you said, on hydraulics and actually, right. like, somebody it's like, a, it's like a little room within it, and somebody like controls it. Yeah, it's like a yeah, yeah. Control. It's almost like a
0: robot airplane.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, I definitely I had some fire. I remember that we had fire, so like the the exit rows. They had light up flames. Yep. On the windows, so we need to tell people not to use them. Mm-hmm. It's like something you're graded on. Um, but to your point, that like the doors are been heavy. That's something I mean. I hope to never have to. You really know, I know. Like that, but I know. Hands-on experience is real because you don't realize. Yes. How much you know in any situation? How much it weighs? Your adrenaline is going to do it anyways. Part mm-hmm.
0: Well here's, well, here's another important excerpt from this article. is uh, The flight attendants evacuated all 367 passengers through three exit doors deemed safest, sending them down the emergency slides one by one with no major injuries. Most left behind everything but the phones that would capture the harrowing scenes for the world. So, yeah, yeah another thing we're trained on, and I think one, one thing we're trained on is that if an exit is blocked hi, um, hypothetically in our training, uh, you're supposed to direct people elsewhere. Yeah. So obviously this happened here on this airplane where I'm sure they had uh, exit doors that were unusable, probably ones that were closest to the wings and the fire. Yeah. So they said, I see fire, I see smoke, exit blocked, go forward, go back. Because yeah. I think the the slides that were used um, on the airplane were the front oh. and the back slides. I'm
1: looking at the picture now.
0: Yeah, where you got the- <laughs> I have the article pulled up. We have the uh, picture of the complete uh, carcass of the airplane. It's just a charred mess. Kind
1: of, um, kind of pretty if you don't think
0: of it as like Of like <laughs> whole oh, this terrible thing that just happened.
1: <laughs> yeah. A lot of of black ash. I know it really is. Lightening. Yeah, it's
0: something to marvel at. If you haven't read the New York Times article about the incident, go read it and look at the pictures. Bear riveting stuff. Um, but yeah, we're definitely trained to 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 have an idea of what to look for if something is happening, whether you're landing, you know, on land or water, or obviously, you know, so you. Too. We make the judgment call if it's safe because it's obviously our responsibility to get everybody out mm-hmm. alive and as safely as possible. And don't bring your fucking shit with you.
1: Don't bring your shit. Please. With well, to that, I, I have a I have a tip, which is. What's your tip? Um. So that, a, if you're playing burns to the ground, like your shit's gone. Yeah. B. If if you're evacuating for any other reason besides for any reason. Yeah. You will not get back on that aircraft or receive your stuff. For a very long time, if you get it back at all, because the thing will go under investigation. Yes. So you know those like really ugly money belts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like, yeah. Or like uh, fanny packs. Mm-hmm. Like if you have something on your person that has, I, I try to when I travel to have my you I know mean, any passport. Yeah. Like my essentials that like if plane crash. I think essentials crash um, on the. <laughs> <laughs> if, if the plane crashes, yeah, and I can't get anything back. These are the things that I can go down the slide
0: with. Just things that you can just. Put on your person. Yeah, it
1: has gotta be like Or like like something small. I'm not grabbing my purse. It's something to me in my pocket. No. Like something like that. Because you won't you will not get back in to get your laptop. You won't get back in to like in months
0: from now. I do think about that from time to time where like you know I hate bringing my damn suitcase with me. Yeah. Because it's just a cumbersome block of you know, slop. Yeah,
1: you picked
0: a bad one. Yeah, I did (laughs) pick a bad one. I picked the four wheel. I don't know what kind of suitcases you guys have. I have the four wheel, I fucking hate it. Wish I had the two wheel. I don't. I could just buy one, but you just...
1: ah, anyway. I'd rather
0: just have the $150 yeah. and struggle. I have, I have a loaner for my company. I know you do.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I know you're lucky. Yeah. But sometimes I think I'm like, mostly all my important things are in my pockets already aside from my passport. And if I happen to bring my laptop with me, that's in my suitcase, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: my passport's in my backpack. But
1: well, that's what I'm saying. Get an ugly money belt
0: and put your passport in or it. I can just put my see, but I don't want to put my passport in my pocket because then it's just one more thing on my person yeah. that I have to track. And I don't know about you, but for me, I'm getting really tired of keeping track of everything. Yeah, you know, it's well, like keeping track of all of our shit because we're always moving, we're always relocating in and out, up down. You know, I mean, how many yeah. times I've left? I can't tell how many times I left phone chargers in hotel rooms. Headphones in hotel rooms, just right. and you, you get to everybody like ah oh, shit.
1: Yeah. Um, I guess to the point of like what you want on your person, like what's what's worth like leaving, and losing. You can get a new ID. You can go to the D M V. Oh yeah, that, Maybe, like, well, that's easy. Yeah. Yeah. easy. yeah. Credit
0: cards easy. Yeah. So
1: those things be easy. So I guess there's not really if you compare it to <laughs> living, uh, there's not yeah. really a lot that like you can't live without. So leave all your stuff. Like, I, do I have, know. I do have a my buy-
0: See, but you know, like, I just know, like, even say for, hypothetically, we were, this happened to us, we were working together, like, say we just had an incident where, like, it was minor, right? Like, we blew a tire and we skidded off the runway and we evacuated, right? You know, you know people would bring their shit with them. Yes. They'd be reaching up, opening, grabbing.
1: Well, there was a, it was a couple years ago, but there was a Hawaiian flight that, like, I remember diagrams coming out of that, like, showed... Amount of people in the back of the aircraft that like because people brought to right. their suitcases, yeah. just log jams table, everybody. Would have died. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. like is really we leave thing and we're actually trained. I know when I go to CQ and stuff. If someone brings a bag to the door that they're trying to evacuate at, it's like them grab a bag, you guys take down the slide, chuck it. Like we, oh, they you tell us, huck it uh, out of the airplane. You grab it, you throw
0: it. Because if you, because then if they bring the bag, well, I don't know how real. I don't know how likely this would happen, but. This is what my mind goes to, is if you bring the suitcase down the slide, and then it punctures the slide, or and then it completely goes uh, flaccid, for lack of a better word, then, all right, well, great, now you've ruined it, now everyone dies because of you. Exit blocked. Right, exit, exit blocked, oh, there's no more, you're dead.
1: <laughs> oh, things that are funny that are
0: funny. I know, things that are funny that aren't funny, but, yeah, so... We're, to put a bow on this, yeah, we are trained to know, you know, we're your safety professionals. That's why we're there. Yeah. I know it's not the everyday. I know when we do live safety demonstrations on the airplane, especially those last few days, not a fucking soul is paying attention. Yeah. Nobody's looking at you. And you're just like, why am I even doing this? Yeah. Like, you don't care. Why should I? I mean, no, no, we have to, and that's part of the job. But I wish that people would give us more Attention and more, just like a nod, or just be like oh, thank you That's so great. much, or you know. exactly like this. Yeah. Is pri- like doesn't happen, but there's a prime example of how you know a cohesive evacuation of 367 people was executed. Mm-hmm. And if you're not paying attention, you're not listening to our instructions. In that, in a situation like that, like it'll cost you your life, yeah, and other people's lives too.
1: Well, and most people are going to go into shock anyway. So yes. Like- want to have the knowledge so that your body can access it. Like right. a lot of people are not like thinking straight doing any of that. But yeah. like if at one point they knew, yeah. You know, like you'd probably come up with it. I remember when I left training, the one thing that I kinda of tell all friends and family was in case of a ditching, so like landing into water. Right. Which so so rare we even like in our announcements like this probably won't happen. But but <laughs> um is do not inflate the life vest before getting in before like exiting the aircraft or getting into the yeah. water because what happens if the plane fills with water you've got this inflated life vest you can't go anywhere you float you're you stuck
0: oh you're screwed yeah you drowned
1: so i like i specifically yeah. was like hey friends family like yeah. don't, inflate this. don't inflate that don't do it um but like i also i hope to and i always like to feel confident that my friends and family who are flying any Airline like are in good hands right. with other flight Yes. Who could do you know do this? That's a
0: good point. Yeah, you want to feel like you can trust not only your own colleagues but colleagues at different yeah. airlines.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Trust them to have your you know families or whoever's closest to you in their hands should anything happen.
1: Yeah. Professionals. So you you know found out about this through like current events and article in the news. I saw it first on Instagram. What? Where flight attendants about the about the fire. Oh yeah. Like, flight attendants are like posting everywhere like, We don't just pour Cokes. Oh <laughs> We save. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just a reminder and I'm like, everyone, everyone's gotta post that? Like let
0: <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. I I mean it it's I guess it's an important reminder for the traveling public, but I don't think
1: why am I taking credit for, for the evacuation?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Right. They should be heralded as heroes for you know, what they did. We're just flies on the wall you know, working for our respective airlines. Talking about it on our podcast. They, exactly. <laughs> you know? uh, it would be great if I could get one of those Japan Airlines crew members on the podcast.
1: They just went
0: through so much. Hi. Uh, so uh, Colin here with the Flight Attendant Forum. I know you just went through a very harrowing experience. Uh, by chance, you want to come on the show? Uh, but you
1: know, f- maybe find a good time. time. I know we're 11 hours
0: apart, but we can probably make something
1: they want to talk to
0: Oprah, they don't want to talk to Oprah. They them. do want to talk to Oprah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, your podcast, what, who are you? Uh, yeah, just never mind, it's all good. <laughs> but uh, celebrities to come. Like, yeah, you know, we'll
1: find some celebrities. We'll find right somebody, eventually.
0: Yeah. That's funny. Maybe not
1: people who've gone through dramatic,
0: though. See, even when I'm, even when I'm uh, traveling not for work, if I'm like going somewhere, and the crew, it's a plane that doesn't have TVs, and they're doing a live demo, like I will watch
1: Yeah.
0: just to be respectful. You know, to be like, all right, I know if, you know, uh, Cooter McBooger Scratch McGee over here is not going to look, but I'll pay attention. I'll pay attention. I'll give you what you want.
1: Yeah.
0: You know? No, I agree. Um,
1: I actually, I've had passengers that pay too much attention. And it's like, not too much attention, but like, ones that are like staring
0: at you. Oh, they're so just like, leering right, right at, at you. Later,
1: I'm like, yep, yeah, I do this, like I've had guys guy like, you're really good at that. And I was like, do everything? Yep. Every day. Thank, you for, noti- thank you for noticing. Thank you for
0: noticing. I appreciate that.
1: But at least they know.
0: They should know. know. They know. I know. It's all about I love, knowing.
1: I love seeing kids with the, with the safety cards out. Yes. But they're not really. Good thing it's pictures.
0: Yeah. They think it's <laughs> colorful pictures of cartoons with yeah. funny life vests on going down sides. They're like, I want to do that. Yeah. I'm like, I do too. So
1: I like seeing kids with these safety cards.
0: It's always a good thing. It is a good thing. I agree. I totally agree. Yeah. What do you like to see? Everybody paying attention.
1: Well, what was it? What we were in, we were leaving our last layover. Which mm-hmm. We left, but we were leaving Pittsburgh, and the ground crew put all the safety cards on the exit rows yes. on the seats. They right? did, yes. And I was like, oh my god, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, I'm, I'm back because, <laughs> like, I get it. You get to your seat. Are they going to sit on
0: it? But like, right, right. The
1: idea yeah. was you are in a responsible row. Yes look at these you know, yes. like trying to be something that like some
0: people do sure some see. people pull them out and they look even before you go over there and give them the Everything. the spiel yeah. yeah they'll pull it out and they'll look yeah you know i think they're cognizant of it You mm-hmm. know most people are not but we appreciate the ones that are
1: yes yeah, yeah,
0: it's more than just leg it is more than just leg but we did have a great time in pittsburgh we did which was not to be expected i had never been to pittsburgh prior to Yesterday it's been it had been on my hit list for a long time. I'm trying to do all thirty baseball stadiums. I just couldn't get a hold of it, and then finally we got there, so it yeah. was uh, it was a good time. We,
1: we have eighteen hours?
0: Yeah, we got a, we got in, in we got in on what night was it on Tuesday night? We got in on Tuesday yeah. night, and then we were there during the day yesterday.
1: Yeah. I I love Pittsburgh. I've been a few times before and I've had longer layovers. Because I was standpoint based, right? Yeah. And so we do the red eye. Oh, you do the stuff. red eye,
0: yeah. And then
1: so you get a red eye, and you get 32 hours, and I think you can like do some crazy red eye or like that. Or um, but so I, I got those a lot, and because then we wanted to work red eye, but I love Pittsburgh. We we found some cool stuff that i would never been before before, though. I would like kept it.
0: Yeah, because you had mentioned about you had, you had mentioned to me about knowing where like the Wicker Park of Chicago of Pittsburgh no, was. Pittsburgh is, well, we, always, we always seem to find that. We do we do always seem <laughs> to find that it's true. We <laughs> uh, hipster neighborhood with dive bars and uh, really good food that no one else knows about except for the locals.
1: I'm in. No, that's fine. Let's find yeah. it. Uh we well, we go in um, where was that like micro distillery we went to we like of oh,
0: so was that? Micro distillery. It wasn't it wasn't Jackson Oh and was, that was that was in whitefish? That, Oh, it was in Is fish. that before we biked to the taco place? Yeah, yeah. Well, we're like, yeah. Of course, on the mic, the, the micro distillery. Hmm. Yeah, yes. Exactly. But yes, yeah, so I in
1: Pittsburgh, I've been. I found like a thrift store that I really love that I've gone back to a few times. I have a coffee
0: shop that I like. Oh yeah, we went There's to that coffee shop you like. That was the one you like, right? Yeah, I do like they have Gotta, it. I've gotta have it. But I really loved feeling familiar. I know it was your
1: first kind um, of like just, we walked without using a map for a
0: while, it's... Uh, yeah, we should be celebrated for not using a map. <laughs> but
1: it, was, it was very nice. It was nice. We went to the Strip
0: District. Strip District in Pittsburgh. If any of you who are listening are from Pittsburgh or know of it, then you know what we're talking about. i never been. There's so many. I said yesterday, I'm like, did they just decide, all right, we're going to take all the ethnic grocery stores we can get our hands on, put them right here. Yeah. Which was actually pretty cool. It was
1: awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was, there was like- a there was
0: an Asian one. There was a, an Italian one. There was a Mex. Did I say Mexican one?
1: Yeah, no, you did. not we Oh, Mexican
0: Asian, line. Mexican, Italian.
1: We didn't go to the Middle Eastern one. We didn't go to the Middle close. Eastern
0: one. Yeah, it was closed. That was pretty cool. Yeah,
1: they're sweet. Like I was
0: not expecting that yeah. at all. That was like a highlight almost.
1: Well, I almost brought home what was it like 3.5 liters of olive oil. Oh, the
0: olive oil. Yeah. I gotta yeah. I gotta see how much is in my Costco yeah. jug when I get home tonight.
1: And then pick up another trip to Pittsburgh. Yes. Shopping, yes. And then bring it
0: back. Bring it back. Yep. So
1: yeah, lots of fun. I had a, uh, we went to the beef jerky experience.
0: The beef jerky experience. Had some, some gamey beef jerky sticks. I had the Delicious. Beef
1: Delicious.
0: Stick. I had venison. Phenomenal. Yep. I got street dumplings as well. Yeah. Just tried to really, you know, soak it all in. You know
1: what? This was like a Wednesday
0: today's, so Wednesday. today's Thursday.
1: Yeah, so we were there Thursday. on a Wednesday day. Yeah.
0: Oh, it oh, was fun, was so and great. there were people like out too, yeah. even during the day. I so. You know. Uh,
1: so highly recommend. I actually like can't wait to go back. I think I want to go just for a weekend, just for your just yeah. for fun. Yeah. Yeah. The, the best part of that is like definitely a hidden gem that no nobody that hasn't been there is like I think I want to go to Pittsburgh <laughs> for the weekend. I'm like hell yeah. Yeah. I want to go to Pittsburgh. for the weekend. I know. I know. <laughs> it's so
0: fun. Yeah, I was not expecting it to be great. I mean, I know. I know it was a, I, I knew it was a good place to hang because my ex-girlfriend is a Steelers fan and mm-hmm. she would go there with her family every year to a Steelers game and she would always boast about. I never went with her the years that we were dating, but they would always boast about how great Pittsburgh was as a city. Yeah.
1: So just yeah, just like how fun it is and blah blah,
0: blah you know. So yeah. clearly, you know, they're like building me? a new they're building a new terminal there at the airport as well. And our limo driver was telling us about much it's grown and stuff.
1: Yeah, our limo driver from, from the Omni. We stay at like a really um, nice yes. really nice hotel. They're too like a, a historic landmark hotel. Versus some
0: shit box in South Dakota.
1: <laughs> or this Sheridan. Right. <laughs> yeah the Sher-
0: yeah, Sheridan's okay.
1: Um but the Omni is pretty sweet. We didn't because we were there on a weekday. It yeah. was speaky.
0: Oh yeah that's right.
1: Which we which we couldn't even see into that's how Yeah,
0: you like, couldn't even. Right.
1: Um. Uh, but we gotta pick up a weekend yes. Pittsburgh. So we can try to speak so Friday,
0: the Saturday. Hotel. Well, we well we gotta do a thirty hour. Yeah. We gotta do a thirty hour layover in Pittsburgh. I think that's the move. Yeah, baseball, baseball, baseball day game, and yeah. then night activities do you think
1: after. It's
0: Kill me. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: what we should rate, Layla. I can't. Eye
0: I can't. Although I will give myself credit on our red eye back from Kona.
1: Mm.
0: I did do okay.
1: You did great.
0: But we get the rest.
1: Yeah, that's, so that's the difference. True. I was going oh, to say, Hawaii is worth a red eye, but you get the rest.
0: You get the rest. Yeah. That's the difference.
1: Well, what else? Is... I, I well, I was trying to... I think you're worth red eyes.
0: Yeah, 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 it depends. I mean, for those of you who are listening and know, you know, the red eye lifestyle, yeah. you can hear the the strain in my voice of trying to lobby whether a red eye is worth my time or
1: not. Well, I'm like I I, like, am up all night. For, like, going out with friends sometimes, like, why not be up all night because I get to spend a really cool <sighs> evening, day, like, I know, doing I know, I know, I know, I... But don't destroy your body. I don't,
0: disagree, I don't disagree with that, but I feel like I'm so regimented now that I hate changing my body clock in such a short amount of time.
1: Yeah.
0: You know? It's I just
1: that's a luxury now. got it
0: you know, the line. Oh, that is a luxury, yeah. We were fortunate to have that. Oh, my God, yeah. i to think of all the time. So, I mean, it's a double-edged sword, right? Like, r- red eyes are super easy flights to work. Everyone's sleeping for the most part. You do one service, depending on where you're going, mm-hmm. and then you're kind of just chilling or just trying to figure out how to stay awake, or for those that do them all the time, it's easy for them, obviously. Yeah. But I just can't. I just see it. I just, like, see departure time, 11.30, arrival time, 6.30 a.m., like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> Can't, do it. Can't do it. Okay, can we talk about what
1: the last the red eye that we just did took Kona. So I had a little art project that we did. So yes, fun. yes. Okay, can you what? please tell us about your lunch, oh my lunch your lunchbox? Box. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so uh, for the audience, a for those of you who are flight attendants, and if you are not, we always carry lunch bags with us, and I meal prep religiously for my trips because. When you're whether you're first starting or you're six years or 20 years in, you're gonna go out on layovers. You're gonna spend money on food, especially when you don't plan to. And so I am just religious with it. So I have the big life with, I think it's like a 64 can or whatever. It's huge. Yeah, it's huge, massive. And I've had it for a couple of years. So it's, and I don't take care of it. Like I beat it to all hell. Don't want, lo- like just, you know. I'll, I'll occasionally, I'll occasionally, I should probably, I should have done it more, obviously, but I will wash it in the sink at home and, you know, do a yeah, deep clean. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, we were, Megan and I were, uh, we were on duty and the rest of the crew was on the break and Lauren was in the front. The three of us were on the uh, 787 and Megan and I were in the back the galley and I was sitting on the jump seat, um, just like this solo jump seat in the middle of the galley and she was doing the art thing. And I was like, I don't want to eat because I don't really want to eat a meal because I should be sleeping right now, but I just want a snack. So I slid my lunch bag over to me to have some pretzels and peanut butter. And something that I always forget is that the, for some reason, I don't know why this is the heated floors Yeah, the floors are for some reason heated in the back of the 87. I'm not sure about the triple seven or the 67, but the 87 for sure. So my lunch bag has holes in the liner. And when my ice packs after the first day thaw out and I'm at a hotel that doesn't have a freezer, I have to resort to dumping ice freely inside the bag to keep everything cold. So I think what has happened over time is that the water, in, the water and any food that has, you know, kind of just ended up in the bag in between the liner and the fabric of the lunch bag has obviously... It's molded. <laughs> I was going to say, this is a very
1: long explanation for... I'm setting it, nasty. it
0: up. Yeah, I'm, 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 teeing, I'm teeing up the, uh, the crescendo moment. Yeah. And so I think what happened is that the floor heaters were on, and all my food was in the galley fridge. The bag was just getting heated from the bottom, and it was just exacerbating the smell. So when I slid the bag over to me to grab my peanut butter out of the top part, I'm like, what the fuck is that smell? Like, it, was just like, it, was like, it was almost like the same smell that when you take your trash out on a 95 degree day and you open the trash bin in your alley or at your house and you like hold your breath but somehow you still smell it a little bit and you're just like oh my god that smells fucking sick oh yeah yeah like just like pierces your body you're like wow uh not cool so that's the smell I smelled and I'm thinking I'm like okay yeah so that's not good uh is that my shoes is that (laughs) like what I don't know what this is so I kind of picked my bag out. You weren't even paying attention to what I was doing this. You were totally inundated in what you were doing. Doodling. Yeah, you were doodling. And meanwhile, I'm just over there doing a science experiment on my, where the smell is coming from. I picked the bag up off the floor, and I'm like, I think it's my bag. Oh, shit. Like, it's fucking gross. So I slide it back. So when, we're, when we landed, Lauren was on the opposite jump seat of me. However, the, uh, the screen to turn the lights on was above my jump seat. So when we landed, I got up immediately to go get my food and put it in my lunch bag because I didn't want to forget. And what happened was Lauren came over to turn the lights on. And when she came over, she goes, oh, my God, what is that disgusting smell? <laughs> <laughs> and I looked at her. I go, I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I, I have no idea. I smelled it before. I don't know where it's coming from. And she's like, <clears throat> and she's like gagging. And I'm like, oh, that's not good like I can't let her know that that's me so I just was trying to play the part being like I don't know and I'm like that's fucking sick (laughs) this girl's girl's literally gagging at the smell that I was questioning whether it was hot moldy trash before and (laughs) And she grabbed her spray and sprayed the entire back galley to help extinguish the fumes and then when I got home I took everything out of my lunch bag and I slung it on the back deck and just left it out there for five days I'm like you're gonna stay out there.
1: Crowded. Yeah, crowded.
0: <laughs> you almost, you almost embarrassed the shit out of me. I couldn't possibly live with myself knowing that she knew that that was from my bag.
1: That you just put raw fish into. <laughs> that I put raw fish into to get to my
0: brother and my sister-in-law.
1: <laughs> You're
0: do it. Yes. You Don't listen. <laughs> oh, so
1: good. So I just. It's I really did something, a, isn't it? I just did a turn. Um. Where we going? Oh, I did a Cancun turn, like one of the, like my last trip of the year. Yeah. And in the gate area, we're all just kind of like, man, something smells in this gate area, like the gate is Like when it when was like, this? So this was my last trip of the year. So this was like the twenty. 20- oh, your San
0: Fran turn. Uh,
1: it, Cancun turn. I did two. I did two turns that like, uh, be
0: proud. I am proud of you.
1: I was did the last one, but.
0: Has <laughs> this <laughs> tradition.
1: It. Um. Also. You know, or you know, in the gate or whatever. We all go, we're on a wide body, so we all go to like separate doors. And yeah. she's at door two in the gate, she comes back on was like, This airplane must smell. Like, what is that smell? Like the smell at like door two. I'm like, yeah I don't know, I don't know. And I like hear this later in the flight from another flight attendant in the back. It was a woman's like suitcase. She figured out that her cat had peed in it. Oh, and it smelled up the gate area. It oh smelled up the god! Door I got one. People walked
0: into. Yep. Oh, that's sick.
1: And my first question was like, did she unpack it? Like, does she need a does she need a garbage bag? Like, I don't. She just kept her stuff in the bag. It's fucking it's sick. A whole, like, she has to throw it out. Like, you can't come back from that. But everybody like the idea that like we couldn't figure out what the smell was, and she was like, oh, I can't peed in my bag.
0: Disgusting. And, uh, fucking disgusting. <laughs>
1: I mean, we're
0: pretty gross We are very <laughs> gross, and I have a cat pee story for you. I don't know if I've told you that you may have heard, I may have told you this before, but just for the oh, audience or, well, I hate cats yes, we know that. <laughs> okay. uh but I was living with roommates at the time. I remember Bob and his girlfriend both lived, we all lived together, and they both brought their cats from Connecticut to in our house yeah. and Bob's cat was just like having incontinence and like like literally, literally there were like three times where the cat pooped and it looked like it just like blew out with extreme force against the molding on the floor. And I'm like, how the fuck does that happen? So anyway, I'm, I'm in the I'm in the short Philadelphia layover hotel, and I'm sitting in the lobby on my computer, and I'm like, and that hotel we stayed in the courtyard was shit. It was just a bad, it was just a crappy hotel. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck is that smell? Like, what, like, why does it smell like fucking piss in this lobby? And I'm like, why do we stay here? Why does this Blah. So I eventually I just have had, had it. So I get up from my stool, and the the smell like follows me, and I'm like, motherfucker, is that me? And I go back to my room, and I take my gym shorts off that I hadn't worked out, and they were just, and I'm and I hold them up to my face, and I smell like the butt area. And I'm just like, oh my god, it's fucking piss. And then I smell my suitcase. And my suitcase had been peed on oh. by the cat, and my whole suitcase smelled like cat pee. I had moccasins peed on, ruined from yeah. the cats. Uh, just disgusting. So Locked
1: to that lady's suitcases. point,
0: once a cat pees on your shit, for you cat owners out there, smell ain't coming out.
1: Yeah, sure
0: Vile. Well, this episode
1: got really gross.
0: It did, <laughs> but this is the stuff people want. It's the
1: stuff people want. I was You're telling, I was telling
0: my dad the other day, he's like, well, why don't you talk about more like aviation type stuff? And I'm like, well, I kind of tried that. <laughs> Nobody liked it. Yeah, yeah. People want to hear about my stuff getting peed on by cats. That's what they want to hear. Real life, Real life, Real life stories. Life exactly. Yeah. <laughs> or making my coworker gag over my moldy lunchbox. They want to hear that stuff. Because we're, we're sick.
1: for the people. We are us. What did
0: you find yesterday? Right, you found like a, uh, I found
1: like a peach core, or like wrapped in a in a towel in in the jump seat. Right, nice. That's awesome. That's great. for your second.